Welcome to The Inspired Author. I'm your host, Samantha Davidson. As an executive manager in the construction industry, a serious girl boss, and a passionate young adult author and mentor, I understand how challenging it can be to find balance. Regardless of what's holding you back, the demands you have weighing you down, or where you are in your journey, I invite you to join me and maybe we can find success together. So, if you're looking to elevate your platform while balancing your busy life and creative passions, then I think you found the right place. It's time to get inspired. Let's dive in. Welcome back, creatives. I hope you're having an amazing week. Mine's been busy. I've been struggling this fall to really pull myself together between work and writing and nano and just trying to launch my side hustle and keeping up with social media and critiquing other writers' chapters and sleep. I can't seem to find enough hours in the day. And for me, a self-proclaimed time management master, this has been a real problem. I keep catching myself saying those dreaded four words. I don't have time. I hate that phrase because... What I'm really saying is it isn't a priority. It's okay to prioritize things in your life and not prioritize certain tasks, but excusing yourself because you don't have time, well, that's just lying to yourself. I want you to imagine, just for a minute, three circles. In the center is the smallest, framing that is the middle-sized circle, and then finally the largest. This is your sphere of influence. The contents in the smallest circle That's what you can control. These are the things in your life that you have the ability to change. Anything in the slightly larger circle are the things that you influence. They are things that change based on you. And lastly, anything in the larger circle, these are the things that are outside of your control or your influence. So now when you're looking at prioritizing tasks, which of them do you think are going to give you the highest return on your time invested? Those that you can control, those that are influenced by you, or those that are beyond your control. Of course, it's those that you can control. So let's talk in terms of writing. When you begin to prioritize your tasks, are you going to spend an obscene amount of time focusing on what HarperCollins might think of your submission one day? Or are you going to put time into building your content or your social media platform so that you can increase your following? Or... Are you going to sit down in front of your computer and finish your book? If you're looking at the best return on investment, you're going to focus on writing and getting your work in progress completed. This is something that you can control directly and therefore should be your top priority. As you work through your priorities and your lists, I want you to keep in mind two things. And these two concepts have stuck with me. I'm constantly reminding myself that first, tasks grow geometrically the longer you drag them out. Brian Tracy first introduced this concept to me in Eat That Frog. When you have a task that looms or that drags out, that task becomes bigger. It feels overwhelming. It turns into the biggest, nastiest frog you've ever seen. If you haven't read Eat That Frog, please go pick up a copy. It will change your life. But If you tackle that task quickly and focus on prioritizing the hardest, most influential tasks first, you won't give them a chance to grow. The second concept is that work expands to fill the time it's allotted to. 
This is a reality in my life. Parkinson's Law explains this theory. Let's say I plan out my day and allot a 35-minute block of time for callbacks. I can justify that each call should average about five minutes, allowing me to make seven calls in that allotted time. But if I took those same seven calls and extended my time frame to 45 minutes or an hour, I would still get the same amount done, just consuming more time. And why is that? Because work expands to fill the time that it's allotted to. Next, let's say you have a deadline to complete a project. And since NaNoWriMo is just around the corner, let's use their model as our example. When we start out with NaNoWriMo, our goal is to write 1,667 words daily. Maybe you anticipate that it's going to take a few days to get into that habit. And once you've hit your stride, you'll cover more ground. I know that for me, I set a target of 2,000 words a day with a short grace period to warm up, but ultimately achieving my goal by November 25th. And anything I achieve on the final five days of November is really just bonus. Every year I've participated in NaNo, I start out strong. I make steady progress, oftentimes just behind my daily word count by a few hundred words. And around the 25th of November, I panic. I lock myself in my office. I bang out 10,000 words a day or sometimes two and manage to finish the month by squeaking over the finish line with barely more than 50,000 words. According to studies, I'm not alone in this. And the slow progression into the last minute panic is human nature. So, How can you address it? Instead of setting up one massive deadline, break it into four smaller goals. The same pattern is evident in this technique, but instead of having 50,000 words to achieve by the end of the month, you would have 12,500 to achieve every week. This way, when your deadline looms at the end of each week, you may only be looking at a 2,000 word deficit rather than a 15,000 word deficit at the end of the month. You also need to learn to defend your time. Block off time, dedicated time to what matters to you, and avoid interruptions. Did you know that when you're interrupted from a task, it can take the average person 23 minutes and 15 seconds to get back on track? And be aware when you hit your peak productivity. If that's late at night, make sure you're prioritizing nightly writing sessions. And if that's first thing in the morning, get to bed early and be ready to jump into working on that list from the smallest circle in your sphere of influence. I don't have time is an excuse, an excuse that leads to procrastination. Start prioritizing your tasks based on what you can control, working outwardly as you complete each task, and you'll find that time is one thing you'll have in abundance. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe on your way out. If you loved what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave me a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. I'll be posting new episodes every Thursday. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Author Samantha Davidson or on Twitter at Author Samantha D. If you love content, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter where I send out a ton of content, updates, insight, and inspiration every single month. You'll find that at samanthadavidson.com. I look forward to seeing you again soon. And until then, be mindful, be grateful, and be inspired.